And a warm-hearted good morning. Welcome to the Brunpen Studios, where once again, this Friday morning, we tackle relevant issues that affects our Christian world on a daily basis. The topic for discussion is all about the Kairos Network, who announces plans for a new Senate, radical reformation of the DRC, and back to the Word of God. A recent article on Gateway News, written by Gateway News editor Andre Fulyun down in Port Elizabeth, stated the following, and Brunpund quoted him verbatim. The Kairos Network, otherwise known as KN, an association of the Dutch Reform Church members and groups who believe the General Senate no longer upholds the Word of God, has announced a plan of action aimed at quote-unquote radically reforming the denomination from within rather than breaking away. Dr. Anton Knutzer, chairperson of Kairos Network, told Gateway News that four regional Senate meetings soon and in the coming months will be giving priority attention to a clause in the church constitution. Church Order Article 37, which they hope will open the door for like-minded groups to separate themselves from the General Senate and unite as a new independent Senate. Brunpunt is following up on this breaking story and bring you the latest. Don't stay or go away, as we'll be back with our respondents right after this. Well, as promised on the line, I've got Dr. Anton Knutcher, chairperson of Kairos Network, to tell us more about this unfolding story. Anton, thank you so much. Can I start by asking those not familiar with the term Kairos Network, what exactly is that all about? Who do you represent and what does it stand for? How did it come about? Thanks, uh, Vainant. Uh, the word Kairos is a Greek word and it stands for a specific time, a crisis time. And we believe that the Dutch Reformed Church is facing a time like this at the current moment. Um, what happened is that uh, the there was a constant pressure about uh, specific issues in the church. And I'm going to make reference of it. Uh, very specifically about the institution of marriage. What are we doing with same-sex marriages? Now, it was a long-standing belief of the church that you can only do what Scripture reveals. And Scripture says marriage consists of one man and one wife. Um, And now, because of various reasons, the church changed their stand on uh, the institution of marriage So we, as Kairos Network, we decided to enter a time of mourning, to go into a state where we are not happy with what happened, and various congregations on their own entered into this state, and we've got a very specific Afrikaans name for that. We say they do leer. It's a Dutch word, uh, meaning that we cry because of our mother. What happens to our mother? the Mother Church. So we decided to form this network to support other congregations that have a similar concern about uh, this decision taken by the General Synod. So Kairos means it's a time of crisis. It's a specific time. 
And we try to support those different congregations that have a similar issue than what we have. I hope that helps, Vainan. Anton, how many churches decided to, to enter this period of mourning? Have you got any numbers, any figures? Yes, we at the moment we have 91 congregations and then we've got a few congregations that still stand with us, although they did not enter into this specific state. They consider themselves to be scripture-bound congregations. Um, and um, what we did, we decided we will not separate from the church. We say the church, you can't just separate from the church or break the church, you need to be salt and light. In other words, speak inside the church. You can't, st- you can't speak from the outside. You need to be there so that your voice can be heard. But we are at the moment 91 officially, and we try to make ourselves known. And our issue is with the General Synod of the Dutch Reformed Church. Well, at a uh, central task group meeting last week, I believe uh, Kairos Network decided to forge ahead with a plan to create a family grouping. Who will be part of this family grouping? Who will they represent? So we will invite or we will uh, uh, we'll be very happy to have everybody belonging to the Dutch Reformed Church that are not uh, agreeing with the General Synod's decision on same-sex marriages, but it's not only that. So uh, allow me to elaborate a little bit on that one. What we are saying is there are other issues as well, uh, and the main issue is this: there's a departure from Scripture. Uh, and it's a very serious departure because the moment that you abandon the guidance from Scripture on central issues, actually what you are doing is you are part of a false church. Now, now, what we will do with a family grouping of churches, we will invite everybody that belongs to the Dutch Reformed Church, uh, or we will welcome any one of them. And then number two, the 91 congregations will come with representatives. and. The intention is to create a family grouping of churches, uh, although they come from different uh, regions in South Africa. Um, we want to create somewhere a structure that we can unite these people and that they feel, although some people abandoned us, we still belong to others. So uh, the intention is that we will do that towards the end of the month of June. So that should be up and running then by the end of June. According to Gateway News, the Kairos Network, you also resolved to come up with recommendations on alternative theological training and mentoring programs. Because as you put it, it was clear that the unbiblical theological training in the DRC. Would you care to elaborate on that? Thank you for this opportunity. What happened is this. We've got our specific seminaries in Pretoria, Stellenbosch and Bloemfontein, but uh, it was made by the dean, a statement was made by the dean of the Faculty of Theology in Pretoria uh, that they made a decision not to have reformed theology anymore. They made a decision for African theology and the theology of liberation. Now, the church, from their side, uh, they tried to uh, bridge that gap by doing something specific and have specific courses. But we said, 
if you want to serve in the reformed faith, you need training in the reformed faith. And it's very important because it's a parting of theological ways. So um, we are looking at the alternatives and we all understand the difficult problems of a university. You, you rely on state subsidy. Uh, it's very expensive. We understand that. But we honestly believe we will have to look into this. So at the moment, we are looking at four different alternatives. Uh, of course, it's easier not to try and invent the wheel again, but rather work on what was already there. So, of course, we are looking at Potschewstrom, but they are facing the same dilemmas than some of the other universities, although it is as if they try not to fall into that trap. Um, so we are looking at different options. We we named a few. We said we are looking at Northwest. We are looking at Veritas. We are looking at distance education. We are looking at Mukanyu. But we are looking also at overseas alternatives because, uh, as you can understand, we are coming from the Reformed faith. And something like the Reformed Church in America has got a very strong uh, basis. And also with distant education, it's not that difficult. So we are looking at different alternatives. I'm speaking to the chairperson of the Kairos Network, uh, Dr. Anton Knutzer, and our topic for discussion, the Kairos Network announces plans for a new Senate radical reformation of the Dutch Reformed Church. Back to the Word of God. Dr. Anton, you're also on record for saying that the General Senate and certain lecturers has sold out to an, as you put it, extreme human rights-centered culture, which resulted in man and not God being the central focus of the Dutch Reformed Church. What did you mean by that? Well, the sentiment was this. Certain statements made... uh, is going against our doctrinal confessions. And by that, I mean the Heidelberg Catechism, the uh, Belgian Confession, and the Synod of Dort. So things that already was accepted over years are not accepted anymore by those lecturers. And some of them in uh, public uh, are denying certain element, elementary truths about Christianity. For instance, uh, People will make statements and then they are not disciplined. And that's our main concern. So we think the element of discipline as a mark of the, uh, as a token of the true church is not existing anymore. And uh, number two, I think it's clear we are living in uh, changing times. And we all are confronted with new perspectives. And what are you doing in uh, changing times? But we insist, if the word of God does not approve of certain recommendations, then you can't do that. We must be true to our handbook. Otherwise, we can't be a Reformed Church anymore. In last week's press release, Kairos Network said it invites all congregations who identify with an urgent call to put the Word of God back at the center, to become involved with them in a discipleship and church planting drive. What sort of a response did you get after the press release? Let me clarify something. There are many members of Dutch Reformed Churches who are not happy with certain statements in uh, that the General Synod made, but their congregation did not take a stand. So actually, they don't have a voice. 
and they are very welcome to come and uh, speak to us because we think uh, we can create a network. That's the point of uh, Kairos Network. So we try to create a network where we can make sure that people still get the impression that I belong. My voice is heard. So um, we had some uh, interesting comments. Uh, people uh, that are not familiar with us, they said maybe this is a place that I can still make myself known, make my voice heard. So people responded to that. And then on the other side, there were some very negative uh, responses. And we have uh, sympathy with that. But fortunately, we believe that we have the right in this country to express our own religious views and to form also uh, congregations and constituencies that uphold these these views. Dr. Knutzer, currently, well, you said there's around about 91 congregations throughout South Africa who are officially grieving over the decisions of the General Senate. According to an article then in the Dutch Reformed Church newspaper, the Kerkboerde, this week, the leadership of the Dutch Reformed Church have declined to comment on Kairos Network's latest media statements. Your final thoughts on this? Well, we still want to continue with discussing this topic. Um, we are not uh, in favor of just trying to break structures down. I don't think that's the answer. But we still believe that we are salt and light. So we follow the long road. We will continue with our discussions. We'll continue with talking, uh, even with the leadership, even if they don't want to comment or to talk to us. Uh, it's not an easy road. And we would like the support of other Christians in the sense of praying for us, praying for the problems that uh, the mainline churches are facing in this country. Because it's not only the Dutch Reformed Church, there are other churches that went through exactly the same problems. So we would love for them to continue to pray for us because we honestly believe the well-being of the country depends on a church that faithfully adheres to God's word. The uh, online website Gateway News also uh, has it on record that uh, Professor Nielus Niemann, director of the Yugano College in Wellington, said he suspects Kairos Network's plan to bring like-minded people together will lead to church splitting. Uh, also, according to reports in the Kerkboerde, uh, what would you say to that, sir? No, that's definitely not true. We will break our ties with a general synod but the other structures like regional synods, uh, circuits, uh, church councils, congregations, that will still be intact. We honestly believe that we are not on the way of church splitting, but we believe some of the decisions made by the general synod need to be revoked. And uh, un unless they do so, we have no other option than to start something within the existing structures. Doc Anton, the man in the street, the congregant, the churchgoer, is the guy that feels this hardest when it comes to this sort of disagreement in the church. What would your message be to the body of Christ, uh, the, the man who seeks to worship the Lord, who go to church? I know this is all, after all, if we can call it quote-unquote church politics, but what would your message and closing be to the church congregant? Well, definitely, do not leave your church. Do not separate from the church. The church is extremely important for any Christian. You know, when Dietrich Bonhoeffer, when he returned to Germany uh, in the difficult days uh, of the Second World War, he said, he expressed his amazement. 
there was no one, no minister who joined him. He can't understand that. So we are in a difficult situation, but we don't want people to leave their church. We believe that you are salt, you are light, and you need small quantities of that. But be faithful, and we really know that God still keeps his church in place. That then Dr. Anton Klutzer, chairperson of Kairos Network, who spoke to us here at Brandpunt. Dr. Anton, thank you so much for your insights and sharing your heart with us this morning. It was a privilege. Thanks, Bainam. Well, we also have speaking to Prof. Nielis Niemand, the previous moderator of the Dutch Reformed Church in South Africa, now the rector at the Huguenot College in beautiful Paul. Prof. Niemand, thank you so much for joining us here at Brandpunt. At a central task group meeting last week, the group Kairos Network decided to forge ahead with a plan to create a what they call a family grouping. What would your response be to this, sir? Well, uh, I think many people know that there's uh, considerable turmoil in the Dutch Reformed Church. From a personal point of view, I need to say that I know this playbook. Uh, about, what, what, 40 years ago, the APK broke away from the Dutch Reformed Church and eventually formed an all-white church. But, uh, you know, because they were not in support of the reform, the, the moves in the Dutch Reformed Church to greet uh, uh, apartheid. Uh, this grouping follows the same pattern. Uh, you know, it's the same playbook one can discern. It's literally, if you think for a moment, uh, you know, similar to what is happening in the Ukraine. Russia has been mobilizing for months. There's lots of strategies been put in place, but the end goal in that particular story is to invade another country. In, in a certain sense, this is the same pattern you can see. The strategy is to engineer an eventual schism, and I'm deeply concerned about that. Now, according to Gateway News, Kairos Network Resolve to come up with recommendations also on alternative theological training and mentoring programs. What would you comment be with regards to that? Well, you evaluate it by looking at its fruits. If you want to talk about theological training in the Dutch Reformed Church, the training is done by four training partners. And uh, I think, you know, if I just think back about the last 20 years, that the training partners delivered excellent and well-prepared young pastors. Our church members listen to them every Sunday, and I'm convinced that they are deeply satisfied with the message we hear from, hear from these uh, young theologians. It is de- you know, far, far away from a liberal theological message, as the network claims. Interesting enough, our theological training is in partnership with ecumenical partners, such as the Reformed Kerk, the Anglican, Methodist, Lutheran, Presbyterian, and Uniting Reformed Churches. And I do not see that they share the same concerns, uh, you know, concerns that compel them to consider other options. So I'm convinced that the Kairos Network constructed a red hearing about liberal DRC theological training. And uh, if you ask me, they are considering, you know, they've, they've, they've made the names public of the institutions where they now think they should train pastors. Uh, one of them is connected to a church who preferably do not allow people of color. The other is connected to a church which do not train and allow female pastors. This seems to be a move towards, uh, you know, a, a long gone past. 
I would rather bet my future on theological institutions that prepare people for real-life circumstances in our country. And I think our current training is doing very well with this. According to Gateway News, Dr. Anton Knutzer, chairperson of the Kairos Network, is also on record saying the General Senate and certain lecturers has sold out, uh, and let me quote them verbatim, to an extreme human rights censure culture, which resulted in man and not God being the central focus of the Dutch Reformed Church. What would your comments be to that? Well, the Bible teaches us to love God with all you've got, and your fellow man as much as you love yourself. There's, there's no polarity in this. And now people want to put the DRC in a box because they love their neighbors too much. <laughs> that is just the kind of polarity that does not exist. And you can look at all the decisions of the Dutch Reformed Church and their synods. God is central in our theology and central in your church discussions. That is the core of the church. But the very God we love so much commands us to act in a just way towards our fellow human beings. I think Dr. Knutzer wants to play into a far-right sentiments of people who are afraid of a human rights culture in our country. I think Christian life can flourish in a human rights culture. And you do not need to put God and uh, humans in polarity to each other. Uh, you can love God with everything you've got and uh, you know, act in a just way towards your fellow human being and still be a flourishing Christian. Prof. Niemand, uh, currently 120 congregations, I believe between 91 and 120 throughout South Africa, officially grieving over the decisions of the General Senate, according to an article then in the Dutch Reformed Church. What would your message be to the congregants? What would your message be to these uh, congregations uh, officially grieving at the moment? Well, I think uh, one needs to make a very important point, and that is the DRC is uh, united in faith by diverse enough and bound together by our core confessions. So we must be and are able to accommodate the differences regarding ethical issues and other borderline issues of faith. Uh, People of faith who all love Christ and do all serve God uh, differ on many, many issues. You can actually list about 100 to 140 of those issues. We must be very careful to allow a schism to happen because the Bible is very clear that uh, we need to work with all we've got to promote unity in the church. If we allow a schism to happen, we will see many more tears and grieving. Families, friends, neighbors will break away. And we've learned from previous and other schisms that this will always bring unhappiness, discomfort. Uh, it will bring, you know, division between friends and families. We cannot allow this to happen. We need to follow the biblical path, which is to emphasize unity. And that's, I think, exactly why unity is so important from a biblical perspective. Speaking to Prof. Nielis Niemand, Rector of the Huguenot College in Wellington, you're also on record saying you suspect the Kairos Network plan to bring like-minded people together that will lead the church to splitting up. Also, according to reports in the Kerk Boerder, the online Dutch Reform news magazine, do you still believe there will be a split? Well, as I've said, you know, I'm very deeply 
concerned about the the kind of mobilization that is now happening. And uh, uh, I, I do hope with all my heart that we can fend off a schism and a split. It will weaken the gospel message. It will weaken the work of the church and thus our Christian witness. And some of the most important aspects of church life are at stake. Uh, I, I just want to, you know, take one example. The, the COVID pandemic showed us the importance of faith communities and we had a very important role to assist people in disaster. If we split, we will be weaker and vulnerable and children will pay the price. So, yes, I'm deeply concerned and that's why I, I really try to work hard to prevent a split. So, Prof. Nimont, your final thoughts, your message to the body of Christ in South Africa. What do you see as the way forward? Is there a solution to the problem? Well, we need to work hard and do everything to stay united in one. And the way of the gospel is to hold on to each other, to hold on to our core, you know, uh, confessions of faith and to acknowledge that differences exist. It's not strange from the very earliest years. There have been conflict and, and, and differences amongst Christian communities. But we've got a way to handle those specific conflicts. And uh, we need to open up, you know, discussion. Uh, just take, for example, the whole discussion with theological faculties and places where training happened. Uh, there were many invitations uh, extended to have uh, frank discussions about the issues being put on the table. And I think we need to follow that way. That then the rector from the Huguenot uh, College in uh, Wellington uh, speaking to us here at uh, Brumpunt. With that, our sincere thanks to our respondents, Prof. Nielis Niemand, this morning sharing his heart on the current story unfolding in Gateway News. Prof. Niemand, thank you so much for chatting to us here at uh, Brumpunt. Thank you so much, Raynaud, and to your listeners for uh, you know, taking time to listen to this important issue as well.